Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Tracy Jones. Thanks for tuning in for our Functions of Followership podcast. Have you ever said to yourself, my boss is an idiot? Well, just because your boss is a bonehead, that doesn't give you carte blanche to be one too. The seventh function of followership is called motivated to motivating. And in it, we're going to explore how you can control your thoughts, your words, and your behaviors. So stay tuned. You're listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Tracy Jones. Thanks so much for tuning in to our Tremendous Leadership podcast. This is our seventh and final function of followership. And as I stated in the intro, it is called Motivated to Motivating. And in this podcast, this series of podcasts, I take a chapter from my father's book, Life is Tremendous. He has seven laws of leadership. And I overlay seven of the functions of followerships located in my book, A Message of Millennials, because as I said before, leadership and followership are two sides of the exact same coin. So let's talk about motivated to motivating. We all need advocates and cheerleaders in our life. Mentors, I can't tell you, we, we, we stand on the shoulders of giants and that what's make us greater. But the biggest advocate you're ever going to have in your life is you. All right. And that's what this function of followership is all about. Because whether you have a bonehead for a boss or whether you have a totally inspirational boss, it really matters not. You are the most important thing in motivating yourself. There's a great, great quote that says the only form of discipline that lasts is self-discipline. Bum Phillips said that. The only form of motivation that lasts is self-motivation. So this last law of leadership function of followership is all about learning to motivate yourself. And this is so important because your boss can only take you so far. And I hear a lot of people say, oh, well, the leader didn't do it for me. You know what? Your leader can only provide an enabling construct, okay? Give you the resources. The only person that can motivate you to do anything is you. As my father always said, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. We can put salt in his oats, but it's still up to the horse if they want to drink. So one of the quotes that my father has in Life is Tremendous is he asks this question. Which would you rather be, a miserable, successful motivator or a happy, motivated flop? And a flop is a failure. And my father's point was he would rather be a happy, motivated flop. There are so many people that we look at in life that appear to have it all together, that can go out and motivate and entertain world-famous actors, musicians, um, athletes, I mean, just leaders of, of the highest degree, and yet they're so miserable inside because they can motivate everybody else, but they can't motivate themselves. And this is the one fundamental in life that no matter what else happens, if you can learn to stay motivated, it doesn't matter what else happens because it's going to come intrinsically from you. And I was just on the phone with a dear friend and she said with this pandemic, she's like, I have been busier and more engaged than ever because she doesn't rely on external circumstances. And she's, she runs a business just like the rest of us, but she made the decision to stay motivated to motivating herself. And that means reading great books, listening to great resources, keeping your mind on positive things. Because only when we learn to really motivate ourselves then can we learn to motivate others? Because you've got so many people that are empty on the out, on the inside, and the and the way true motivation happens, you see it, you know it. People would look at my father and just know how authentic he was because he had true, intrinsic, beautiful, transformational, motivational, created from inside him, spilling out. So that's why he was able to motivate so many other people because part of his motivation jumped from him to those other people. So my father, in uh, his book, Life Is Tremendous, was talking 
talk about when he was a young insurance salesman and he had his spiel down and his shtick. And my dad was quite the charismatic person, had this beautiful voice, just snappy dresser, had it all put together. Who wouldn't buy it? Want to buy insurance from him? And he would be so excited. And he said his heart would almost burst out of his chest while he was giving this sales presentation. And he's like, he, he would hand the pen to the people and he's like, oh my gosh, they're going to leap out and sign on the dotted line before I even get done with this, the speech. Did that happen? No. A lot of times they'd look at him and say, we're insurance poor, or I need to talk to my spouse, or no, I don't need that. Don't need insurance. And his heart would sink. And he had to realize time and time again, you know what? Even if people don't see my value, even if people want to don't want to buy my product, I still have to motivate myself to still get up in the morning and seek out people who can use my resources and who I can help identify their pain point and, and provide a solution. And so my dad would always say that his problem wasn't so much in motivating himself, but keeping other people from demotivating him. And you guys know that. Boy, I get up in the morning and mm, 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 I'm so excited. Life is great. And then the cold, cruel world hits me on the highway, on the news. I see something on Facebook. Somebody puts something nasty on a blog or I, I rate something or whatever, or somebody calls me, complain about something and Ooh, right away, there I go. So the most important lesson that we are going to learn is learning to stay motivated to motivating yourself first and foremost, and followers that are interested in becoming an emerging leader. When we leaders see followers that are intrinsically self-motivated, oh, that is like music to our ears. Because as a leader, I can only buoy you up so much. I'm not your babysitter, okay? And when you can sit there and find value in your work or a satisfaction of a job well done, or just stay with a positive attitude, people are going to gravitate to you and you are going to begin to climb the ladder. Because if somebody has to constantly be pumping energy into you to get you even to do your job, we don't have the time and the resources for that. And that's really not le what leadership is. Leadership is about bringing out the best in other people. So if you want to be re recognized by leaders, show them that you do have this intrinsic greatness in you and you are able to self-motivate, autonomy, and then and show them all the things that you can do. So one of the other things my father always told me is, Tracy, he's like, you can be involved and committed, but you need to be both. Now, you can have people that show up at the job, be involved in work, but not committed. And you can have people that are uh, committed, but they're not really involved. They're just kind of out of the per periphery. Everything in life works together to help you become a more deeply motivated person if you go all in and are wholly committed, okay? And not just compliant, not just transacting time for money, but you were all in. We've talked about that in some of the um, functions of followership with Robert Kelly and his book, The Power of Followership. You want followers that are all in. Followers, if you want to be recognized by your leader, show that you can self-motivate that you were all in and that you are involved and hands-on, all right? So when you really learn about being motivated to motivating, you build up your own internal cheering session. So I want to say that I love taking input from other people. And sometimes people call and exhort me. Mm, we all need that. But sometimes I don't get that. And I go through a dry spell where even those closest to me, I just don't get feedback from them. But that's where I have to rely on my own internal cheering section. All right. So you want to make sure that you are first and foremost your own best advocate. And even if you're not getting accolades, my goodness, there have been times I've been working on stuff five, 10 years and nothing has still happened. That's okay, Trace. You're going to get up. You're going to do the best you can. We talked about flexible planning, new exposure to experience, getting better team members. 
But most of the time, it is just showing up every day and knowing that you're going to be motivated to be in the game and bring your best, um, your best to the plate and solving the issues. So your internal cheering session section is the most important thing. I've had great bosses and I've had horrible bosses, just like everybody else. But I never used that to um, allow them to demotivate me. What it did is let me know, huh, this person really doesn't see me as value to the organization. Therefore, I need to make some um, other decisions or future plans. But I never let that took that to heart and said, you know what, Tracy, just just check out and don't do it. I still needed, even if nobody else recognized what I was doing. I still needed to stay motivated and motivating myself, all right? Because the most important thing that you can do in your organization is show up every day motivated to do a great job, whether you get accolades, whether you get rewards, whether you get recognition or promotion or not, okay? Because if you do this enough, you are going to climb into the leadership chair. Because I'm going to tell you something about leadership. We all think it's so fun at the top and, oh, well, you know, it's perks and cars and, and wine, women, and songs. Okay. You know, you get what I'm saying. All right. But, but it's not, it's lonely and it's tiresome and everybody thinks you're an idiot, right? My boss is an idiot. And so, you know, if you can't motivate yourself as a follower, boy, you're not going to make it as a leader because sometimes leadership can be quite lonely and, and you're, you sometimes feel like a voice in the wilderness. So learn to motivate yourself first, because if you can do that as a follower, you're going to be able to do it as a leader. And I love the law of inertia. There's the law. I like science. Okay. I'm a science nerd. And F equals MA. We know that formula. A force equals mass times acceleration. So you've got a force. You want a greater force to get you off your mass. Okay. You are a mass. And to greater, get a greater force, out of yourself, you need an accelerant, okay? F equals MA. What is that A? That A is self-motivation. Self-motivation is the greatest propellant in the war world. And remember, you cannot motivate other people unless you first motivate yourself. And then I don't have to motivate them. They just see this in me and they're drawn to it. The, you know, we talked about emotions being contagious. So is motivation. So when you are self-motivated, that draws other people to you, other people that are self-motivated, so then you get this incredible synergy. It's not one plus one equals two. It's one plus one equals a thousand. All you need is a couple really self-motivated people on your team and it just starts blowing up. And I love this. Um, Robert Kelly, the power of followership has a quote and he says, if you are going to drink from the organizational well, you must also help replenish it. So remember, don't just go into work as a follower and say, my boss needs to pour into me. My boss needs to pour into me. Guess what? Your leader needs you to pour into them too. You see, it's two sides of the same coin. And a lot of the leadership theory talks about the leader is energized by the fact that followers are looking at their leadership and saying, I want to be led. Thank you. You see, we need recognition just like you need recognition. So the more you can motivate yourself, the more you can motivate your leaders, the more motivated you're going to be at your work. And I love this Zig Ziglar quote, one of my favorites of all times. Zig Ziglar said, well, they say motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. All right. Isn't that true? And sometimes you're like, Tracy, I used to be so motivated, but no, I'm not motivated anymore. No kidding. That's life. Man, Sundays I feel on top of the world and by noon I'm about ready to call it 
a year, okay? But that doesn't matter. You still say, you still have to get up every day and make up your mind. I'm going to stay motivated. I'm going to push the negative thoughts out. I'm going to put the negative words out. I'm going to put the negative behaviors out. And I'm only going to input people that edify me. I'm going to read stuff that is edifying me and true. And I'm going to do behaviors that are only going to make things better and not worse. You know, in life and in the organization, you're either a fountain or a drain. You either show up to work flowing out blessings and showers of motivation or sucking the energy and life out of everybody. You're an emotional vampire. We don't want to be that. You want to be motivated and motivating. And first of all, if you show up motivating, people are going to look at you like, what? What's going on? I want some of that. I want to be close to that. All right. It's a light and we're drawn to that. And when you model this, you're going to find people that are going to want to be part of that tribe. So I hope this really helped you get some great ideas on how you can stay motivating to motivating yourself. Because as a follower, you need to learn to do that first. Your biggest advocate is you. You show up, you be your own cheerleader leader. Then as you climb into leadership, you can assemble other people in your core tremendous tribe who are going to be your advocates, edify you. And remember, if all else fails, you know that you are the one responsible most for motivating yourself. So I hope you enjoyed our seventh and final function of followership. Please leave us a comment below. We answer all our comments. Check out the links that Leah has listed. Also, leave us a review wherever you listen to us. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, wherever you want to listen to us. We'd love a rating and to hear from you. Also, please get on our email list at TremendousLeadership.com and subscribe. You get our free webinars, our free podcasts, and free eBooks, free tremendous material for as long as the sun shall shine. All right. Also, please reach out and contact us at tremendousleadership.com if you'd like to work with me one on one or with your organization about how you can build up effective followers for your next, next generation of leaders. And make sure you check out tremendousleadership.com where you can pick up a copy of Life is Tremendous or Message a Millennial for you or your team. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Tremendous Leadership with Dr. Tracy Jones. Find out more about Dr. Jones at www.tremendousleadership.com. If you've been ignited by something you heard in this episode, let us know by leaving a review for Tremendous Leadership wherever you listen to podcasts or by sending us a message through www.tremendousleadership.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.